Welcome to the Own Your Life podcast, a podcast about owning our shit, turning struggles into strength, and rising up. I'm your hostess, Bree, and this is the place to be if you're tired of going through the motions, need some quick inspo, and are ready to live on purpose. Hello, hello, Own Your Lifers. It is so good to be back. I had to take a small break from the social medias. <laughs> Not really um, that, but just sitting down to create a worthy message for you. Didn't It didn't flow for last week. So I strive to be in flow and be aligned and give you perspective, help you see things a little bit differently, and also just connect with you on a human level. So this week, I'm pretty much going to talk to you about what what my pandemic brain is. (laughs) So I know many of us are dealing with this in different ways. The pandemic is affecting us in different ways as far as working, not working, home alone, home with family, lots of children driving you nuts, silence making you insane. All of those different variables that each of us face, I think that we can find some community in that we're all out of routine and we're all overwhelmed with information and making decisions and trying to keep things together and giving ourselves grace all at the same time. So I find myself as a nurse and especially as a nurse in the acute care setting, um, just with stimulus overload with new policies, new things we're implementing, new things to keep track of, having to relay this information to multiple people, things to report back. It's just a lot of stuff in the brain. So I uh, I have been giving myself some grace. And what that's looked like for me is <laughs> took about oh, a three-week hiatus from working out and at the same time then decided to just eat ridiculous amounts of cookies. (laughs) So you know that I'm over 120 days sober now. And um, it's a replacement. It really is. I know that, you know, I'm replacing one habit for another. But, you know, you pick, you choose your, your lesser of two evils. So it's kind of a beautiful thing when you get sick of yourself because it catapults change. It really can be used as a motivator. You're just tired of whatever rut you're in. And so my point to that is let yourself be whatever you need to be for a day, a week, a month, because really the longevity of this is not clear yet. Um, There's just so many unknowns about COVID-19 and about, you know, a second wave or will there be a vaccine or will you even be able to to develop antibodies because the virus continues to evolve or because your antibodies only stay around for two to three years. You know, there's so many what ifs and questions and so many different endings that we could pick. We just don't know. We just don't know how long this is really going to be impacting us. And so that now is the time to turn inward and really focus on yourself and things that you can control. And maybe this is, you know, the perfect timing, God's way of saying, it's time to do some inner work. And if that sounds too fruity for you, then let's break it down this way. Just be where you are 
don't be upset with yourself if you needed a nap that day. If you ate 10 cookies and you were really trying to make it a weight loss day, don't be upset with yourself if you snap on your kids because you've been with them for literally 50 plus days in a row now. Just give yourself some grace. But also be the type of person that can circle back and say, I have the power to choose again. You know, I will always advocate for apologizing to my child when I'm wrong because I want him to see that he can choose again and that I'm not a person that thinks that, you know, it's my way or the highway or because I said so or those kind of cliche things that you might have heard growing up. I want him to see that you can, you can self-evaluate, you can reflect, and then you can turn around and own your shit because that's what this whole thing is about, right? And move, move forward, move ahead. So I find myself with the pandemic, just all that information, like I said, at work. And then you try to keep up with legitimate news. And how do you know who to listen to? You get on social. This has been affecting everybody in very different ways. And I understand that. And so a lot of folks have, you're entitled to your own opinion. In the United States, that is a constitutional right to have freedom of speech. And I get that. But some of it is very painstaking to sit and watch and read and people spreading their opinions that they haven't checked with truth yet. So I would encourage you during this time to develop an attitude of a student. And if you have a strong opinion, maybe find valuable resources to back that up. Or, um, I don't know, it's just such a weird time. And I feel a lot of duality right now. Um, Back, I'm going to circle back to what I was just talking about, though. If you are spreading quote, scientific stuff that you haven't fact-checked yet, just stop. Just let's not. Let's keep it truthful and um, civil, if I can. I don't know. So the duality is that this pandemic is consuming a lot of mental and emotional energy. It just is. Um, I think nurses you know, anybody in healthcare right now, we are feeling it. There's, you know, I go to work all day and I'm, I'm in a mask all day long. And, um, you know, we're not, we're not touching people as we were. I'm a hugger. I hug my patients, uh, when they discharge to home, I hug them goodbye. And that has been a big adjustment. But beyond that, you know, we, this is, this is our life. This is our reality. And so it just is. But, On the other side, here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's spring, and the weather is getting nice, and we're starting to do yard work or do things outside with our families and uh, just enjoy the sunshine and, and nature saying, wake up, it's springtime. And then on a third prong, I have all of the the stuff with Jay. And if you haven't listened to my last episode with his letter, please do. And I will also add that there's now a petition going around, um, encouraging you to sign to be against mandatory minimums because 
In the justice system, I don't believe that one size fits all. I do believe that the individual and their propensity to repeatedly, repeatedly offend should be examined, and a mandatory minimum can be so destructive for people's lives, people who are really contrite and really have worked to better themselves on the inside and are ready to come on the outside and add to society and not repeatedly offend and repeat those crimes and repeat those mistakes. You know, I always tell Jude, a mistake is a mistake. We're all going to make it. Perfection is not expected. But I truly feel that if you make the same mistake twice, you didn't learn. And now it's not really a mistake. It's intentional. And let me also give the caveat. I understand so many offenders or inmates or whatever you want to call them have the underlying issue of mental health. And I know, I know there are so many studies and um, articles, etc., about mental health being a driving factor for our prison population. And I know that in America, our recidivism is not good. And so I know that repeat offending is multifactorial, but I'm, my point is you just, you just can't stick a mandatory minimum on somebody. And so that just all adds to this interesting swirl of emotions that I think a lot of us are feeling. There are happy things happening still. People are still getting married. People are still having babies. People are graduating. But then that's so bittersweet because, you know, we're limiting our group sizes. And so isn't it so perplexing to have all of these feelings at one time and also not be able to put a name on it. I think that might be the hardest thing because then then you start wondering like, is this real? Is it just me? Is it just me with so many mixed emotions? And I'm here to tell you it's not. The whole point of this podcast is to show you that no matter where you are in life, in this situation, you know, whether you're essential and still working or whether you've been laid off and I can't imagine how that is, you know, whether you're the one having a baby or you're the one stuck at home completely alone, no matter what situation you find yourself in with this, I'm here and I'm feeling a lot of the same things that I'm sure you are too. And like I said before, if we can link arms and just know that we are staying home, we're alone together, then there is some beauty in that. I would challenge you, and what I've done for myself is challenge myself to find the good. I think, you know, when you have a stark background, a backdrop, let's say the pandemic is our dark backdrop, black or navy blue, if we were painting, and you find the good and you put it against that backdrop, doesn't it shine that much brighter? If you paint a flower on that, doesn't it look that much brighter? The contrast is there. And so I think this is kind of setting the stage for us to kind of dial it back a bit. We've reevaluated what's really important in life. We've reevaluated what consumes our energy and if that's really important. And maybe the people that were taking up a lot of your time before quarantine or COVID-19, or whatever piece of it started affecting you. Maybe the people that were in your life before, you've realized that they don't offer you good energy. They haven't really encouraged you to grow. They, you know, maybe they're keeping you small. They're, They're keeping you playing small. And 
again, I never mean to say any of this as if to say, well, if they don't serve you in some way, then get off, you know, move along. It's not like that. But the reality is that you become the sum of the seven people you spend the most time with. And so I feel like this time in our life, this is just the universe pushing pause on so much busyness and commotion and things that take up our time and maybe people who we let take up our time. And now we realize how much we cherish those human connections and interactions. And if you're experiencing the same kind of draining mental, you know, monologue all the time and this intake of information all the time and, and really your mental and emotional energies are low, you realize that you have to be choosy with who you spend time with and where you put your time and your focus and your energy. So with that, I have really worked on getting back to morning gratitudes, getting back into a workout routine, um, taking care of my body and fueling it instead of, um, you know, shoving more sugar in my holistic friends. Um, if you need, if you need to be put in touch with anybody with a holistic, uh, lifestyle, I can, I can hook you up. So I know for a fact, whole bunch of sugar is bad. It's bad for your gut health. It's inflammatory and, you know, it, it can increase your potential to have some sort of infectious process. So I know that, um, scarfing down large amounts of sugar is <laughs> really counterproductive right now. Um, but you take it one day at a time. And, you know, I, I kind of started reshaping this mindset last weekend. And last weekend when I decided, I don't really have much to say this week, I think, on Own Your Life. And instead, I needed to look at myself and what was I doing to move forward and why was I feeling like I didn't have anything to give this week. And remember, write this down. If you're driving, please don't. Um, <laughs> you cannot pour from an empty cup. And so you have to take care of your body, take care of your mind, take care of your home, your energy, and then, only then, can you offer something else outward? Does that make sense? I kind of liken it to Maslow's hierarchy. And, you know, if these primitive basic things, these basic needs aren't met, then how could you move up the next step on that ladder, right? Um, it's just, it just makes sense to me. So maybe you struggle with taking care of yourself. And now more than ever, you need to. You need to learn how. You owe it to yourself. You have a responsibility to yourself to really invest some time and energy into figuring out what makes you tick or sitting in silence for just five minutes a day or starting a meditative practice or whatever it might be. But self-care is a term that's tossed around so much, but we don't really pause on it. We don't ruminate on it. We don't really get it until we need to, right? So, oh, that water was good. <laughs> Drink your water. That's another form of self-care. Drink enough water. Now is the time. I think that there are lots of opportunities. Um, life is about seasons, right? And if this truly is a time when the universe has said, hey, it's time to slow down. It's time to focus on you. Then take full advantage of it. 
But along the way, know that the path to success or reaching a goal or growth is never a straight line. It is not linear at all. There are bumps. It's up and down. Um, there's peaks and valleys in there. So again, be gentle with yourself. I want to offer some of my favorite resources to you today because these are the humans that are helping me stay grounded and find my footing in this unprecedented time. You know how much I hate that term. <laughs> it's just been overused and, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just over it. So in this time like none other before in our lives, Gabby Bernstein absolutely has been uh, just a solid foundation for my spiritual practice. Her book, The Judgment Detox, has been helping because in this time, I've also felt some judgments come back and flare. And it's funny when you do grow as a person and then something comes up again, you're like, whoa, whoa, wait, I thought I, I thought I was evolved past that. And you're like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm a human being. <laughs> so my judgment came from, uh, you know, prison, prisons, letting out certain types of offenders. And it just is just there for me. I know that I judge because I'm hurt. I judge because, um, you know, it's painful that somebody who committed XYZ crime can go, but not Jay who, you know, didn't have a weapon and I know who he is as a person and I know what he will add to society. And so I judge that and I recognize that. And I said, hmm, it's time to re-listen to the Judgment Detox. So Gabrielle Bernstein, she also has a, a man, not a manifesting, a meditation challenge coming up um, later this month. Let me know if you want to join that. It's free and I don't get any kickbacks. I'm going to do it because I need it. And I would love to have you on that journey with me too, if that's right for you. Um, Amanda Francis is <laughs> a woman of her own accord, but her messages they just hit me right in the feels all the time. And I'll come across it while I'm in the sea of um, COVID-19 opinions on Facebook or Instagram. And I'll find her post. And it's like, it is just such a light in a dark place. And so she's really keeping things in perspective for me as well. And then, of course, I listen to various podcasts or episodes and just pretty much any of the following spiritual teachers I'm going to list off. Um, or personal development people, Mel Robbins, Brendan Burchard, Oprah Winfrey, um, Deepak Chopra, and Gabby Bernstein, like I said, Marie Forleo. These people help weave together a sense of self, connection, alignment. They just help me turn inward and really focus on what I can control, which is myself and my thoughts, and also just... I don't know, kind of compel me to feel like I'm going to come out of this quarantine the best version of myself. And, you know, that's it. That's all I need. So your weekly challenge here is to go forth this week and just be aware of your thoughts. And when you find yourself welcoming the negativity, uh, feeding into negative opinions about what your state legislators may or may not be, your governing bodies may or may not be doing, however you feel 
about this, if you are fueling that fire of negativity, I would challenge you to pause and say, wait, is, is this helping me at all? Is this benefiting me in any way? And then choose again and choose to put your energy and your time somewhere else. That would be my challenge for you. When I'm picking up a handful of cookies, I will stop and say, is this benefiting me? Is this really getting me closer to my goals? Is what I'm doing today getting me to where I want to be tomorrow? And then choose again. It's a beautiful thing to be able to just be aware of what you're doing and where you're putting your energy and time and then match your actions to your goals, your values, your beliefs. That's what it's all about, right? So no matter where you are, I want to thank you so much for taking time to listen to this. I want you to take away that I'm with you. I'm for you. We are just doing the best we can right now. And if we haven't been doing our best, then wake up tomorrow and kick ass. All right, get out there, be who you want to be. And remember to own your shit, show up how you want to show up, say what you mean, mean what you say, and just do your best. That's all anybody can ever ask. I love you. Thank you for listening. And until next time. As Oprah says, your time is your most valuable resource. So thank you so much for listening. For more inspirational and empowering content like this, find me on Facebook, Instagram, and of course at BreeKloss.com. Live on purpose. And remember, the universe has your motherfucking back.